It's the Dogcast, episode number 272, Dogs versus the Chanticleers. What the hell's a Chanticleer? This episode of the Dogcast is supported by Stitcher Smart Radio, offering the Stitcher mobile app. With Stitcher's free app for mobile phones, listeners can get the latest episodes of the Dogcast, along with thousands of other podcasts, on demand without downloading or syncing. The free Stitcher Smart Radio app can be found in the iPhone or Android app stores or at stitcher.com slash dogs. All right, dog fans, it's the Dogcast episode number two. 72, it's the Georgia Bulldog Coastal Carolina Chanticleers pregame show. Old Dog, let's start with one burning question, really the only burning question that anybody has about this game this weekend. What is, what the hell is a Chanticleer? I I actually know, but I'm going to let you lay it out there. All right, here's what I think it is. I think, and, and this is just knowing a little bit of the geography of South Carolina and where Coastal Carolina is, I think a Chanticleer is actually French for asshole because I know that's what Conway, South Carolina is, home <laughs> of the Chanticleers as far as to <laughs> South Carolina goes. Wow. And, you know, the French always have a neat way of making stuff sound real nice and stuff. And, I mean, you know, asshole's bad, but Chanticleer. That sounds pretty cool. Wow, wow. Well, you know, um, I am I close? Not, not really. <laughs> uh, but, but you are a little. If for those of you who really don't know what a Chanticleer is, it is a like a uh, it is a it is akin to like what I used to call when I was growing up a bantam rooster. It's not a whole lot different than a damn gamecock, actually. It might be French for gamecock, maybe. I don't know. But it's a little fighting chicken. It's it's a it's a fighting bird. It is uh, hell. It's you know it's part hokey, part gamecock, <laughs> you know, part stupid ass mascot name. Okay. Oh. What else do you need to know? Uh, so that's the Chanticleers. You is know, it kind of like a Cornish game hen or something? I guess, yeah. A Cornish game hen. Yeah, let's call them that. They're the Coastal Carolina <laughs> Cornish game hens. All right. So, uh, you know, old dog, I don't know a single player on the Carolina, uh, Coastal Carolina football team. Uh, they No, and, and, you know, and I don't really care. Cause I mean, you know, this is what it boils down to. And I am an arrogant prick and I'm a Georgia fan and we really <laughs> shouldn't need to know about who plays for Coastal Carolina. I mean, this is a win. We scheduled them for a win. It's a good payday for Coastal Carolina, and it's a good, you know, we need to run up a lot of yards and get well. And that's what this game ought to boil down to. And if it's anything else but that, then God knows we're in a lot more trouble than I ever thought we were. I agree. 
I, I agree I mean, with that. You know, and, and I'm not going to go back to, you know, being Vince Dooley-esque where, you know, he would try to build up like how the field goal kicker for the Richmond Spiders were. Yes. And I remember that game, the Richmond you know, Spiders. I mean, the only reason, if you're a Georgia fan, to go to this game and there is every reason in the world, A, because Athens is the greatest college town in the world, and there is no better day to be in the greatest college town in the world than on a football Saturday. You need to get there early. It's going to be a fantastic day. We got an Alberta Clipper coming in. I think the high is going to be like 77. I actually don't Our even think it's going to be that high. are shooting some good weather down to us. Man, the bourbon needs to flow. You just need to get rip-roaring drunk and go in and just scream from your toenails up for the Bulldogs. Wow. Because that's what I'm going to be there doing. There goes our family-friendly rating. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm pretty sure James Dobson is uh, giving this episode the thumbs down on the family-friendly rating. Well, and, and I apologize, but... <laughs> You're talking about Chanticleer is French for asshole, and then you come up with let's let the bourbon flow because the high is only going to be 70 degrees. I think it's only going to be about 70 degrees. Scattered showers, 70 degrees. It's going to be fantastic football weather. Oh, it is. So let's talk about the game just a little bit. You know, the game kicks off at 1 o'clock. I was under the impression that the game was only on pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. It's... It's on. It's on the trace. It's on the trace, exactly. Which which means, you know, if you're out there in little old uh, Rancho uh, Rancho Lindo, California, or uh, where you know, there, you are going to be able to see it, not just pay per view. Uh, so if you get ESPN three on your laptop or your tablet or whatever, your phone even, um, you can um, you can watch the game. It's not exactly it's not exactly a true pay per view only kind of game. So I'm excited about it being on the trace. Um, let's talk about the game. Yeah, you mentioned it already. This game really, really is just a tune-up, warm-up, fine-tune, get healthy, get right, work some stuff out sort of game. Get your get your stats up. I mean, Crowell ought to go for 289 yards. Yeah, I mean, we should get, and, you know, he's got things to work on. I mean, he's definitely got to work on his pass protection. This is a great weekend for Crowell to work on his pass protection. Great weekend for Murray to establish a little confidence with new guys like Malcolm Mitchell and Michael Bennett. Michael Sticky Fingers Bennett, who is just the media darling this week, man. Everybody is in love with Michael Bennett, including myself. I am down with some Michael Bennett Kool-Aid right now, my friend. He is going to be he, – it's Chris Durham. I mean, he's, he's Chris Durham uh, come back to school with more eligibility. Wow. Yeah. Do you think it's actually just Chris Durham taking on another persona? Maybe. It may very well be. Or taking on another jersey. I, I entirely could be. But Michael Bennett, Malcolm Mitchell, Tavares King, he wants to get over his little drop season. Man, might we even see Orson Charles run a pass route? No, no, no. No, that's, that's crazy. No, that's no, no, that's talk. just crazy oh, talk. That's freaking crazy talk. Uh, no way Orson Charles catches a pass in this game. But, hey, you know, I mean, dare to dream. I mean, uh, dare to dream. I know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll get one target. Um, but that's the kind of thing I want to see. Here's my question. Do, you, do we see any Boo Malcolm this week? How about that? Blast from the no. past. No. You don't want to see any Boo Malcolm. You don't want to see that no, I, punishing, I, change of pace, hard-nosed Boo Malcolm taking it between the tackles? Isn't that what Richard Samuel does? 
Yeah, but Samuel's uh, Samuel's not gonna play this week. Samuel the fourth. He he's got you know he's he's got a a hammy and an ankly a knee a shinny. He he's got he's got he's, yeah he's got he's, wheels he's just all banged up. He's got wheels problems. I'm thinking I'm thinking Boom Alcom in for cleanup. Uh, how about Carlton Thomas? Maybe some Carlton Thomas. He spent a couple weeks baking cookies in a tree, but now he's back. There he is. No longer, no longer on cookie and tree duty, and now he's he's available for the backfield. But you know, really, we we're not really we're not calling for running back by committee here, are we? We're calling for I'm calling for 28 no. carries for Isaiah Crowell. No, I, I I tell you what, I mean, just after after last week, just to bring myself back up to normal. Uh, you know, I watched the I watched Herschel Walker again, mm. the you know ESPN thing, mm. and you know forty, forty five carries a game. Uh. It is just you know it, it's amazing. How could one man do that? The ball ain't heavy. No, you know I mean we've got running backs now that you know can't carry it two or three times you know without needing a blow, and you know here's a guy that just you know took uh, it. Okay, I know. We, Eight, we, nine, ten, twelve. You know, we he was super bad. I know. We love Herschel Walker. You love yes, Herschel Walker. Yes, we do. We wish everybody could get thirty carries a game. We we say that every week. Let, let's back off that for this week. Let's let's talk about. We need to fine tune the receivers. I want to see no drops this week. There should be no. There's no pressure. Marlon Brown, Wooten, King. There's there's no pressure this week, okay? Let's fine tune and get some let's get some confidence in our hands. Malcolm Mitchell, Michael Bennett, Crowell, Aaron Murray. I want to see some confidence out of this offense and see a little fine tuning, a little uh, revving up because we're going to the Grove next week and then we're going to have you know this Mississippi State team. They're looking pretty damn good against LSU tonight. I got to tell you, they, they really are. I uh, thought it, thought Mississippi State might be a little uh, overrated after seeing them play against Auburn. Now I'm thinking they are they are damn legit with the way they're playing LSU right now. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I mean, and you know, we've got the second half coming up, which I guess is kind of putting a timeline on when we're doing the show. But you know, again, I mean, because I think LSU is a damn fine team and. Mississippi State is hanging right in there with them. Yeah, no doubt. Um, on other things I want to see out of the offense this week, um, you know, it looks like Brandon Boykin is becoming the player that we were all told that Brandon Smith was going to be, you know? Brandon yeah. Boykin's going to get more looks on offense this week. Not just, he's not just going to get more chances on offense. He's going to get different kind of looks. Not just that wild dog thing or the little, you know, the little, uh, handoff thing to the slot where he's coming across kind of like a one half of a reverse play. You know, he's going to get some, I think he's going to get some legitimate pass. You know, he's going to run some routes, get some pass looks. He's going to get some different kind of offensive looks. I think Mike Bobo is going to call his number some this weekend. I know you're excited yeah, that, about that. I can tell. Oh, absolutely, because, you know, we've got 14 receivers on scholarship. We certainly need a defensive back coming over, you know, somebody else. Somebody who provides a spark we're not getting elsewhere. I mean, that's what we yeah. got to have, right, a defensive You know, or, yeah, or, you know, someone to, you know, I ain't big on trickery. I know you're not big on trickeration. I'm not a big fan of either. I'm just telling the intelligentsia. I just, I, I just like to, I like to dominate. My job is to report the news before it happens. I'm just going to tell you what's happening. I'm not telling you I'm yeah. for it. 
I'm telling you what's coming. And also, no, and I agree with you. Did you know that? Uh, did you know Boykin leaves the SEC in all-purpose yards? He's a- averaging 196, 196 and, yards. And per I game. think has more yards rushing than a couple of the Florida running backs do. Yeah, you know, I wasn't going to say that, but you're right. That's a good point. I was going to save that for Will Muschamp week coming up at the end of Halloween. Well, that that might change by then. It might so we change better by get then. It, we better get it out there while we can. Yeah, yeah. You hear that, Muschamp? We got defensive backs with more rushing yards than your rush than your running backs. Um, Muschamp. Of course, he's two and zero and throwing two, but you know. I know, I know. Not, that's because he's on. That's because he's on the Florida program, which is you know play the city. He's playing a crippled Girl Scout troop and a couple of disabled nuns. Um, if he'd played number four, or number I tell twelve, you, I tell you what though, I've run I've run up against some pretty damn tough nuns. I know you have. <laughs> you Savannah boys, you redheaded Boy, Catholic tell you what, Savannah Sister boys. Sister Johanna used to wear my ass out in chemistry class. Did, did she do that with a ruler? Like, did she? Did they? Did, is that like? That's what you always see in the movies. Man, she, they like make you hold your hand ruler. out. I tell you, she tried to blow me up with some phosphorus one time. <laughs> she gave you a phosphorus enema. Let my my hair. Oh hell, we I just we missed that. He what? She lit your hair on fire. Turn your mic on, damn it. My hair on fire. Oh, it is. God. Did they ever make you like stick your hand out so they could wrap it with a ruler? Yeah. Is that a pretty they standard did, yeah. Catholic but that thing? Was upside down. Yeah, you put it out with your knuckles up. Mmm. Sounds like fun. That's a party right there, buddy. Yeah. You <laughs> no got a doubt. you got a nun and a ruler, man. That's a party. Um, so had a had a graduate now now here's something from the past had a graduated cylinder with some water in it she gave me a big damn hunk of phosphorus to drop in there and we know if you remember your high school chemistry those two don't mix very well no shot stuff up lit my hair on fire wow I would probably pay yep. good money to see that damn stunt <laughs> so uh, and as as would a lot of our listeners there are a lot of Absolutely. listeners that want to light your ass on fire every week old dog no doubt. Um, so let's talk about defense. Sean Williams, moving up from safety to linebacker, going to start inside linebacker in place of the injured Mr. Robinson and injured Mr. Ogletree, who've been working their tail off in the workout room, along with Barbara Dooley. You know what, Barbara Dooley? I mean, look, I know Christian Robinson loves you, okay? And you're so funny, and you're so awesome. I'm all about, how about Barbara Dooley take her ass up to Knoxville and work out in their workout room? You know what I mean? If she's such in, so in love with that damn orange and white and those volunteers, why don't she get on that hamstring machine up in Knoxville instead of doing it over at the... Uh, over at Memorial Hall, am am I alone in thinking that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, the yeah. problem is we're just we're we're getting too cute. You know, Barbara's probably signing other players in. Come on, <laughs> you think you think Barbara Barbara probably signed Ty Fricks in? <laughs> Ty Fricks is the kind of guy that would ask Barbara Dooley to sign him in. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, skipping skipping workouts. I need my homegirl, Barbara Dooley, to sign me in. Um, dude, we're going to get in trouble. We're, we have nothing to talk about this week. No, we really don't. And, but like I said, I mean, let, I could go on a while now. Talk, and I really haven't done this for a year and a half because I've just been so damn upset over the way my dogs are. But I still want everybody to know I still just despise Lou Holtz. <laughs> I mean, and why he and is still team. on ES. Why he is still on ESPN, I don't know, because, you know, as we used to talk about, they should have just left him in a diner 
a long time ago and just driven the bus off. <laughs> Leave him there with a tall coffee and just see how long he would sit there yeah. before anybody I mean, noticed you know, he, him. He adds nothing to anything. I tell you what. I mean, it is, it is unbelievable. And like I say, and he is, he's like the guy you just can't insult him enough to leave. You know, I mean, they have him doing these stupid skits and everything else. I mean, I'm sure the way ESPN is now, I'm sure they've probably got a whole committee of people <laughs> just saying, you know, what can we do to embarrass him enough where he's just going to say, I'm not going to do this. I quit. There, there is no, and there is no low. There is no low that he will, that is not above him. Can you imagine the blooper reels that they might release after his death? I would like to see what happens off camera. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I wonder how many times in an average football weekend, he just wets himself on camera. You know, I mean, my, my only hope would be for him to go postal Take out Mark May and then do away with himself. <laughs> Look, you know, John Saunders fell off his balcony this past weekend, and they got this little blonde Wendy Nix sitting in for him. I would be all in favor. I saw that. You, when, you think you think he had been sipping a little bit dark liquor? I'm not, I'm not sure. I just know he fell off his damn balcony I and mean, nearly how broke his damn fall neck. Off a balcony? It's not like it's for midgets where they got like a 12-inch trailer. I mean, you've really got to work at falling off of a balcony. You do. You have to. You have to kind of get vertical. You got to get your head yeah. off the ground. You got to get your feet off the ground. Watch, man. Look at this hit on this guy. Watch yeah. this hit right there. Ooh. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm all for moving Lou Holtz out, moving Wendy Nix over, and let's go in Mark May, Wendy Nix, John Saunders. I'd just be kind of like an Oreo. That'd be like an Oreo with Mark May and John Saunders on either side, Wendy Nix in the middle. I'm all over the place tonight. Can you feel that? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, there's no reason to be, and I apologize to the folks. But, I mean, you know, basically, what are we going to say about us playing Coastal Carolina? I know. There's nothing to say. You know, I mean, it's just, like I say, it's the only one good thing. Is it Saturday and George is playing football? If I and had, if we, you know if we we don't even need to take a team bus to beat them, the team could could arrive individually on their scooters and still win. Do you think we need pads? No, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so bad. If we had Drew, I mean, we could go with leather helmets and no face masks. If we had Drew the Count, our, our part-time part-time co-host, part-time sound engineer, if I could get him out of the bars in Buckhead into the bunker long enough, and he was working the soundboard, we'd have sound of crickets here right now. Th- this is how yeah. how interested we are in this game this weekend. Crickets. What's the line on this game? Do you know? I, I is know. there a line? No. I don't know. They ran some kind of computer model or something, and we were going to win like 58 to 6. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, who knows? And, and like I say, I mean, if this if this is other than the score being 0-0 at kickoff, if this is any kind of game at all, then then we're then we're a lot worse off than than I think we are. You're right. And it's I not going to be. This should be this should be an absolute blowout. So. Sean Williams moving up. How about the right reverend, the pastor of disaster, right reverend Ray Drew? Is he going to get any playing time this week? And if not, why? Where the hell is he? Well, I think he was hurt. 
Well, is he going to be back this week? I mean, I didn't, did, didn't he screw his shoulder yeah, up on the scooter? Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm ready for a little – oh, wow, that was a big throw. I'm ready for a little Ray Drew on the field. I'm ready to see Jeremy Sulek, too. You know, Sean Williams is coming up to play linebacker. Mike Gilliard is talking about how this is his time to step up. But, you know, last week we saw a lot of Jeremy Sulek on third down. So, uh, you know, it gives you an idea who they're feeling really good about, you know. So yeah. we're going to get an idea about who we're feeling good about. Is If Ray Drew plays, uh, if Sean Williams stays through the through the um, a third and well, long type situation. You know, my thinking is my thinking is that they're moving Sean Williams in. Drew's shoulder was a little bit worse than we all thought it was, and I think they may be looking for a red shirt on that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for this year. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I tell you though, quite frankly, and certainly not against a chance of clears, but, you know, if I'm on the Georgia coaching staff, I am using every good player I have if he's healthy. And this is the week to get everybody some playing time, to get yeah. everybody a little practice, you know, a little game feel, a little game feel. Exactly. Um, and just for kicks, you want to talk about Orson Charles? I mean, Possibly, maybe, I don't know. What you one think? of, probably, you know, one of our best offensive linemen we've got. Now that Aaron White is hurt and not going to play it, you know, not going to play, I mean, is there any chance Orson Charles gets any looks at all? Bobo? Is there any chance of that, Mike Bobo? You know, I mean, it's crazy. Bruce Figgins had more catches than Orson Charles did. <laughs> former, we have former tight ends getting more catches than our current tight ends. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, I, like I say, I mean, wow. you know, it just, that to me, and, and again, no, no, I'm not going negative. No, no. No, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to save it up. Like I say, it's just, you know, it's going to be a great day. We're going to blow the Chanticleers out, and then we're going to head down to Ole Miss, and uh, we're going to dominate in Oxford. Yeah, and I'm probably just going to drink a lot on Broad Street. Um, yeah. That, that's my plan. Um, well, that's the best. Well, now I, I don't know. I mean, they're passing out. They're passing out. You know, your open containers left and right. I know. I know. There are two things you don't want to do in Athens. You don't want to urinate in public, and you don't want to walk around with an open container. Here's what you do, dog. Because fans. they will ticket you. You need a styrofoam cup with a lid and a straw. I mean, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta go old school politician. You notice politicians. Yeah. Politicians always drink out of styrofoam cups. There's a reason for that, my friend. You need a old school styrofoam cup. You need to go, you know, run into Hardee's, get you a big tall Coke Zero at from Hardee's and one of those big styrofoam cups with a lid, a straw. Pour out about half that Coke and fill it up with. Uh, and I know all you purists, you Jeff and Boise, like, oh, don't don't mix your bourbon with Coke. It's a sacrilege. You're probably saying that too, old dog. You know. Well, no, it, it depends on what kind of bourbon you're getting. If you my go only old point is gut. my my yeah. I mean, because my point is, if you're going to get a good bourbon, say like a Maker's Mark, you don't want to you don't want to run it with Coca-Cola. If you want to go like with an old Mister Boston bourbon, man, pour the Coke on it like you wouldn't believe. Hey, you know, speaking of Maker's Mark, speaking of Maker's Mark, I hear that all the bottles that they ran this week of Maker's Model, all the all the bottles of Maker's Mark that you see in the stores this week. It's a special, like, one-time promotion, but they've all got that red wax dripping down the side. Tribute to Eric Russell. Is it? That's what I've heard. Just this week only. Tribute send to Eric Russell, the, Maker's Mark. Send me the post. No, nah, I can't send you the post. You just got to take my word for it. 
Um, but I'm telling you, this week, this week only, all makers mark bottles tribute to Eric Russell. That's what I heard. As well it should as well it should be. That's what I heard. That's why uh, Maker's Mark is the official bourbon of the, of the Georgia Bulldog football podcast, the Dogcast, because Irk Russell tribute on every bottle. Um, that's it, old dog. One o'clock kickoff on the trace. Yeah, I mean, you know, what else is there to say? I mean, like I say, it's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be the first really little feel of fall. That we got, and is there is there any better place to be than sitting in Sanford Stadium with a real live one o'clock kickoff, watching the dogs just tear somebody apart? Mm, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be tailgating over on top of the railroad trestle uh, right there above O'Malley's. So come get me, dog fans. We'll see you on Saturday, 1 p.m. kickoff. What does that mean? That's uh, an 11 o'clock dog walk, roughly? I guess. Something like that. And, and like I say, I mean, you know, I wish they'd just take their damn scooters. <laughs> just show up when you want to. Yeah. How about we do a scooters dog walk where all the dogs ride the scooters? Man, ride in on their own scooters. That's a recipe for carnage right there, my friend. Yes, it is. Um, I mean, anyway. Okay, dog fans, we're done with this rambling, rambling mess. Uh, go, dogs playing Coastal Carolina. Dogs win. Dogs show up. Dogs win. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it, you know, and if you didn't like it, just, you know, kind of like drunken ramblings and stuff, you don't need to email us and tell us because we know it. Yeah, we know this show is, is crap. Um, so anyway, because it's a, it's a crap. It's not. It, a, it's a crap game. It's you know, I mean, we're, we're kind of like the team. I mean, we, we're doing our, we're doing our podcast basically to the level of the game. Yes, we are. We, we play to the level of our competition. So there you go, dog fans. Give us a call, 706-363-0210, or email us at dogcast at gmail.com. You can download our app at stitcher.com slash dogs, and it's stitcher.com slash dogs, but the promo code is just dog, if that isn't confusing enough for you. No S. I know. Wow. I know, isn't that great? But we do get, I think we get one-tenth of one penny for every listener that signs up. So we're up to like 12 cents. But Wow. I know, I know, I'm going to eat good this weekend. Dog fans, thanks for listening. Go dogs. Hey, Derek and old dog. This is Cook County Dan from D.C., Health Captive. I got two questions for y'all. First of all, where's the pastor of disaster, Ray Drew? Number two, what the hell is she had to clear? Derek, old dog, Jeff in Boise. Uh, hey, guys, it's Monday. Just listened to the last show, South Carolina show. Derek, I believe you just locked me in with all the bloggers. Anyone who can write and fill out a form can blog. Man, that ain't, that ain't right. That ain't right. Um, anyhow, not all of us can have a have a podcast, my man. But uh, that agree with what you said, man. My take on that game was, um, that was a different team we saw last night, and and there's some talent on that team. It, it'd be a shame for everyone to to uh, ignore that because um, you know if we play that we played Saturday and we eliminate the mistakes, there's really not a game on schedule that uh, that we should lose. You know, um, and they made a lot of adjustments since Boise, and I I really thought that to be impossible what they did it. And uh, despite the loss, damn man, I'm proud of where we are. And you got to put it in perspective. We're not. The same team we were a few years ago. Um, we're, we're trying to rock back up, so let's readjust our expectations. 
I'm not saying losing is good, but readjust uh, where we are. We're, we're on the way back up. Good things to come. You know, surely there's a win in store next week, right? And uh, and the schedule sets up nicely. So I'm, I, for one, am encouraged and uh, looking forward to some uh, some positive change this year. All right. We'll talk to you all later. Great show. Thanks. Today is not just any Saturday. This Saturday is about tradition. It's about fans. It's about teams. about legend. And Bobo throws that thing in the end zone and yes! touchdown, touchdown. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Like I said, it's Saturday. It's Saturday in Athens. Time to tee it up between the hedges.